The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. I'm just about that action, boss. You have to be kidding me. That is impossible. Amazing Annie. Anybody wants it again? Welcome in to another episode of the NFL Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am Rod Gomez. He is Ryan McIntyre, and we just witnessed a full slate of Sunday action in the NFL. Week one wrapping up. Ryan, listen, I know this is like Christmas to a lot of people, and, and those people who actually don't know me, I am the host of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, the CFL Gambling Podcast, uh, the F1 Gambling Podcast, but I've also done uh, fantasy sports here on the SGPN. So, look, I, I love fantasy sports, and I love uh, betting on the NFL now, but yeah, it, it's been football season for me all year round. But Ryan, for those who are excited about the NFL, I, I know this weekend delivered on more than one uh, uh, way, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's overreaction week one Monday. Aaron Rodgers is done, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can you believe that? That's that crazy. Whew. And Dak Prescott, I may yep. be done for a while. <laughs> yeah, he's actually done. But uh, yeah, no, the overreactions are flying high and heavy this morning, uh, headed into week two after that crazy week one Sunday. You know, it's funny because week one, you never know what to expect. Truly. I mean, we all like to say that we do, and we all actually like to, to believe that we know exactly what's going to happen. But when it comes down to it, you never know exactly what's going to happen. And some of these games this weekend basically laid that out for you right in front of you. And I will say that this was the, the week that favorites basically carried the week. Uh, if you look up and down as far as who actually performed the best, there's a lot of favorites out there, Ryan, that, that did exactly what we thought they were going to do, but a, a couple of games that kind of snuck up on us as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, Chicago wins outright on the money line. Pittsburgh wins outright on the money line, and Houston should have won outright on the money line, uh, hunting at the 50-yard line to play for the tie instead of the win. So, uh, yeah, and then Atlanta, you could argue, should have won too, uh, uh, being up 17 uh, uh, in the fourth quarter. So. It was it was a wild week one, that's for sure. Who would have thought Jameis Winston would be the hero of the day? Not me, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> not me. Uh, all right, so on these Monday shows, what we'll end up doing is is we're going to recap the games for you and uh, and kind of give you what the expectations were and, and how the game turned out. And then, of course, uh, afterwards, we'll give you a, a brief check ahead and look ahead toward the week two lines so that you can get your betting slips uh, ready for week two because what's better than putting week one in the rear view than getting week two already underway, right? Mm -hmm. And thank God Absolutely. for the NFL to give us lines this early on in the week. We haven't even we haven't even had the chance, Ryan, to actually like catch our breaths from week one, and, and now we're getting ready for week two. Yeah, no, and uh, there's another crazy one tonight with Russell going back to the 12th man. So looking forward to week one concluding and we're going to dive into week two so we can get ahead of uh, these numbers before they move too much. Amen to that. Well, let's, before we get into any of that recap, I want to tell you about WinBet. Are you thinking of joining WinBet? Now's the perfect time because new customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. You pick it. It's perfect for the NFL season. Plus, WinBet Casino is always open. It's open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to one thousand dollars plus WinBet has their own same game parlay feature all you got to do click on the game you like select the build your own bet start building your monster parlay so much to choose from and all you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today offer subject to change terms and conditions at WinBet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 so NFL Week 1, Ryan kicked off with the Buffalo Bills taking on the Los Angeles Rams. 
Oh my God. This one was a blood blath from blood blath, blood bath, whatever. It, <laughs> it was bad. It was so bad that I can't even tell you how bad it was. But yeah, this was Buffalo asserting themselves over the Super Bowl champs. What were your takeaways from this? Buffalo came in as favorites. Obviously, they, they cleared anything. They had 31 to 10. So yeah, what were your takeaways from this? Uh, it was a blood blast for L.A. because, I mean, they ran into a buzzsaw. You know, Buffalo, they've been chomping at the bit to redeem themselves after the way their season ended, and they look like a team on a mission. I mean, Allen was awesome. Uh, he For me, though, he takes too many shots. I worry every time he he's, he's so fun to watch with, with how electric he is running the ball. I just wish at times he would not take as many hits since it's a 17-game season, and for them, they want to advance deep into the postseason. Yeah, and to be honest with you, this they probably could have taken him out <laughs> like it, yeah. right right in that, that halftime. They probably could have sat him. I know you don't do that in week one, but at the same time, yeah. it's like, you know, they, they could have because there was definitely no actual need to have him in there as they had this game well in hand. L.A., if you were a Cam Akers manager in fantasy, you hated the day. Uh, that is for sure. But Rams couldn't get anything going on the ground, and I think that was really no. what did it for them, right? Yeah, and the game was 10-10 at half because Buffalo turned the ball over four times in the first half. And, I mean, 31-10, to 10, it was named name the score for Buffalo. They were in complete control the, the, the whole second half, and they – they're on a mission, and then the Rams, I mean, not to overreact, so it was the first time they lost under week one under McVay. They're, they're not, it's the first time they've been under 500 in the McVay era, so uncharted territory for, for those Rams. Panic! Everybody hit the panic <laughs> button. This L.A. Yep. Rams fans are jumping off, all four of them. Uh, the, line, <laughs> the line was about plus two and a half for the Rams, depending on where you found it. Uh, you know, minus one if you really could get it for Buffalo. But, yeah, I mean, there's nothing... Hashtag analysis. What to take away from the betting aspect of this? The Rams are still going to be good going forward. I don't know uh, what's going to happen in the future, but Buffalo definitely is somebody that you need to start looking at when you're building your betting cards because I don't know how many people are going to stop them now. They they have a full head of steam heading into week two, and it's only week two. I feel bad for Tennessee that they got to get that they draw uh, Buffalo week two after being 0-1, going to Buffalo in front of that crazy fan base on Monday night. Whew. Hey, if you have folding tables, be careful. <laughs> they're, 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 at, they're at risk uh, coming they're, up. They're jumping through them. <laughs> they're jumping through them. Uh, all right, let's move to the Baltimore and Jets. The Baltimore Ravens taking on the Jets over there in New Jersey. Oh, my God. I don't even know. 24-9 was the final. Uh, obviously, Baltimore coming in about six-point favorite, six-and-a-half, depending on where you found it. They cleared this and then some, I mean, this was not even a contest. The Jets, once again, returned to being awful. And I don't know that that surprised any of us, especially with Zach Wilson not being on the field. So, um, I, Ryan, I don't even know what to say about this other than the Jets. It's probably a safe bet to take them uh, or not take them in, in any capacity for the rest of the season. Yeah, and I, I felt bad for Flacco. Because it felt like every time I looked up, I was, you're trying to monitor nine games all at once, so you're going to miss a play here and there. But every time I'd look up, Joe Flacco was on his ass. I mean, it was that defensive line for Baltimore definitely got the better of uh, the Jets' offensive line. The Jets have issues on the O line, which is not good for a guy that can't move in Flacco. So, yeah, no, the Jets. It's going to be another long year for for those Jets. <laughs> every time you looked up, <laughs> Flacco was looking up. From the ground. Uh, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's how it was. So obviously it covered the six and a half point spread and the under here hit at 44. I don't know that anybody was betting over on this game. I hope nobody was betting over on the. They probably could have set this at like 35 and I still would have been like, meh. And it did hit 35 and I still would have been like, <laughs> Well, tw isn't 24 to nine such a like Ravens Jets score? Like it, just a weird score. Like, it's only a 14-point game or 15-point game, but it never felt like the Ravens were in any jeopardy. It was, Lamar Lamar looked good. I mean, he was, he was good to see him back out there healthy. Hey, Lamar looked great in my Scott Fishbowl lineup. I absolutely was so glad that I picked him because at first, of course, the first couple of quarters, I was like, oh, my God, I don't know about this anymore. But then he came through with <laughs> some points afterwards, so I was pretty happy about that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, Lamar's good, right? J.K. Dobbins, once he gets back, I, I, I'm a little disappointed they didn't play him this week. I get it. But as a manager of J.K. Dobbins in fantasy, I really wanted to see him play. 
I, I get the, the trepidation, but boy, once he gets back, man, I don't know that there's any stopping this, this team either. And it's going to be, this AFC is going to be so competitive this season. Yeah, no, this it's the AFC North came down to the wire last year. And I think it's going to be the same way this, this year. And then obviously wild card implications. You, the West is loaded this year, as everybody knows. And, uh, the South is obviously a little down, but the East looks good this year too, with, uh, Miami looking sharp week one. We'll get there in a second, but yeah, yeah that's yeah. <laughs> that's a little something, isn't it? Uh, yeah. All right, so Baltimore Jets. I don't know that we need to do much more analysis on either one of these guys other than the fact that the Jets just keep an eye on on anything that happens to under. If you can bet the under on any Jets game, I think you're going to be safe, depending on whether or not they're going to get blown out by, like, I don't know, the Chiefs or something, but hang tight on that. Uh, all right, let's move to New Orleans. They went to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. We were talking a little bit about this one offline, Ryan, and the fact that who would have thought Jameis Winston would be the hero of the day in New Orleans uh, as they knock out the Falcons 27-26. to 26. The Saints came in as four-and-a-half-point uh, favorites in, in some places, uh, five-and-a-half in others, so they did not cover this spread, uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but uh, if you did take the Falcons in the points, you were happy. Just uh, an overall disappointing day for Atlanta under their new regime. Uh, if the you took the total at 43-and-a-half, it definitely went over that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, New Orleans and Atlanta, Ryan, what, what, what do you see happening here for these Saints going on in the future? They're good. I mean, they're really good defensively, and um, Jameis r- rallied them in the fourth quarter. I, I'm going to go the other side, though. I was impressed with Atlanta. Atlanta's offense, I think, is a lot better than people thought with Cordell Patterson, Marcus Mariota, and then they got big options with uh, the Drake London kid out of USC. And then obviously everybody knows about Kyle Pitts. I think this offense is dynamic and they're going to give a lot of people fits with the with uh, the way Mariota can move around in the pocket as well. I've liked Mariota. I, I, I know that a lot of people were dogging him and especially, you know, they're saying, oh, you know, he's coming over here. But I, I you could probably go back through the tape. And, and I've said that I thought Mariota was going to be uh, a, a solid quarterback in Atlanta. I, I know that, like I said, a lot of people were down on him, but I, I liked him. I liked what he did in Tennessee. I just don't think that he necessarily was in the right place in Tennessee to pull off what he can. Now he's got some pretty decent guys because Tennessee, they were basically a run first team. You know, it's mm-hmm. like even with Mariota there, they were pretty much a run first team, you know, but now in Atlanta, you got Cordell Patterson. He's not really even a true running back, but he's still doing the job perfectly. Uh, yeah. But, you know, you've got London. You've got Kyle Pitts. So, yeah, I think Mariota's going to do a lot better here overall. I like. I, I think it's great that you pointed it out, too, the fact that Atlanta did look good. I'm not scared, really, about them going forward. Um, and, and with the right matchups, I think they can make you a pretty decent amount of money this season. They kind of strike me as the Detroit Lions of last year where they're going to be a bigger dog than they should be in some games, and maybe they finish 11-6 and six against the spread at the end of the year, but don't win as much. I mean, you touch on that rushing attack. Patterson, 22 for 120. Mariota, 12 for 72. I mean, that's over 200 yards right there, or nearly 200 yards rushing just from those two guys. And uh, on the other side, I mean, that was a great rally for New Orleans, and it was good to see Michael Thomas uh, back healthy and he catching the big touchdown from Jameis. Heck yeah. I mean, look, Michael Thomas was one of those guys, especially in fantasy, that was like, oh my God, I'm not touching. All of a sudden he comes out, has himself a good day. And now if you took him, because he fell, he fell pretty deep in some drafts. And now he's having a great, uh, a great opening to his season. So if you were a Michael Thomas truther, congratulations. Take your victory uh-huh. lap on Twitter for sure. <laughs> hey, Rod, isn't it amazing? They trade Matt Ryan and they still are blowing double digit fourth quarter leads. I mean, they're up 26 <laughs> to 10 and I'm like, Man, Atlanta, Atlanta's gonna stick up, and then I look back and they're it look up again, and they're blowing the lead, and I'm like, man, the Falcons still will Falcon. I mean, this is <laughs> <laughs> it's an Atlanta, it's, un- thing. it's unreal. Yeah, it's an Atlanta thing. You just, I guess that's that's what you do. They they told they gave Mariota the briefing. Listen, I don't know how you did things back in Tennessee or over there in in uh, Las Vegas, but here we blow double digit leads in the in the second <laughs> half. So. Just get used to that. Play your, play your ass off for three quarters and lay it down in the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but at least they covered. So if you bet if you bet Atlanta with the points, uh, you got a, a good cover out of it, which I don't think a lot of people thought was going to happen, um, up to and including the books who, who were giving them five and a half, six points at, at some places. So mm-hmm. love that going forward. All right, uh, let's take a look at New England-Miami. You, you talked about it earlier. Miami coming out on top of New England, 20 
to seven. They were three-point favorites, so, you know, three-and-a-half-point favorites in some places, so that's not necessarily that big a shock to bookmakers, but I, I gave New England a, a much bigger chance on this one. I'm going to toot my own horn and say I was I was 8 and 1 in the early window. I tweeted it out. I whiffed so bad on this game. They New England looked awful. I mean, I put way too much stock in Belichick, Patricia. It, it won't be as bad as the media is making it out to be. No, it was bad and, and and probably worse to be honest than what the media made it out to be. I mean, they looked unprepared. Mac Jones never looked comfortable in the pocket. Uh they had issues blocking for him, the fumble scoop and score. Uh, throws an interception as well. It just New England looked bad. I mean, there's no other way to put it. <laughs> One touchdown. One <laughs> touchdown in the third quarter. That's yeah. all New England. For what they were able to accomplish last season to come out in mm-hmm. game one and and score one touchdown. I, there's a lot on the drawing board, and you know Belichick's just going to you know, I'm going to call him Bilicek from now on. I like that. Uh, Bill, Bill Belichick. <laughs> until he no, wins. No, but yeah, Bilicek. You're Bilicek until you win. Um, but no, on the flip side, look, Miami, yes. They they now have announced that they are actually for real. And now I, I have a feeling that all of my downplay of them and their offense and Tua's incapability of making this offense, even this offense, look good. I'm going to have to eat some crow on that one because eh, Miami, man, they, they may be a contender in this division for sure. I'm I'm right there with you. I got to eat some crow as well. I mean, I'm a, kind of a two a hater as well, like Ryan and Sean over at the main station. Uh, are you, Rod, are you surprised that New England only ran the ball with Harris nine times and Stevenson eight times? I think for that offense to go, they got to run the ball to set up the pass. That floored me. Because again, Harris is yeah. one of those guys I was high on because of what he did mm-hmm. last season. And I thought, wow, you give him another f- season of this, keep him healthy the whole time. I thought he could very easily be a thousand yard rusher. Well, you can't be a thousand yard rusher unless you're ripping off 40 yard runs with the six carries that you get per <laughs> per run, you know? So it's difficult to, to rush for a thousand yards when you don't even get to rush. No, you're you're absolutely right. They need. Uh, I'm assuming that they're going to put an emphasis on that going forward, uh, headed into this next week, because you know Belichick is as good as they. Come. Belichick in the past has struggled in September's too. They were one and three last year, so I'm not hitting complete panic on my New England over win total. But I'd be lying to you if I'm not a little concerned about Patricia and his uh, pencil uh, with the laminator calling plays. <laughs> yeah, this this game does not bode well for my New England Patriot forecast that I did either. So I'm, I don't know. Uh, we'll definitely talk about their their next games coming up. But yeah, as far as this one is concerned, if you were a Miami backer, you were happy. You were happy very much mm-hmm. all day long. But me, I, I wasn't there yet. So you got to coax me along. And maybe this game did a long way to coax me along. Uh, speaking of going a long way to coax somebody on, Cleveland Browns headed over to Carolina to take on their old quarterback in Baker Mayfield. And Cleveland walked away with the win in this one. Uh, Carolina was actually favored in some spots at only a point and a half, really, as favorites. But, you know, when you when you go to Carolina and you're, you're Baker Mayfield-led, I don't know how much I like this team in general now. I never liked it before. And now to get beat by the Browns, who I didn't give much of a chance to to win anything this season. Uh, yeah, this is definitely panic time for Carolina. Yeah, uh, Cade York spoiled uh, the storybook ending for Baker. Uh, they they were down double digits, two scores. Baker leads them back, throwing the ball, at the, going crazy, running around, doing Baker things. And then I, I thought I was really impressed with uh, Cleveland's ability to run the ball. Uh, they kind of went back to their bread and butter, which they what made them good two years ago with Baker. Chubb, 22 for 141, six yards of carry. Kareem Hunt, 11 for 46, four yards of carry. I mean, if they get that production, they can maybe squeeze some games out against a softer schedule the rest of September, even with Brissett at quarterback. He's a game manager. Yeah, and so here's the thing, and it was Kareem Hunt too that did most of the the heavy lifting for that. I mean, as a fantasy manager of Kareem Hunt, you look, you open up your scores, and you're like, wait a second, what? And mm-hmm. then if you didn't start him, you were kicking yourself because you thought to yourself, ah, probably shouldn't start him this week. Maybe I'll see what he does. You seen what he does? So now, now you got to take this into consideration when you're looking at the Browns, and maybe they can squeak out a couple more wins than even I gave them credit for because I wasn't yeah. high on their win total either. Yeah, and. Uh... For the other side, Baker, d- disappointing. I mean, he 
did not play well in the first half and then played really well when he connected with Robbie Anderson over the top and then made a couple of plays, got the ball to uh, McCaffrey. It's good to see McCaffrey back on the field, too, with all his injuries. Tough loss for them. I mean, it's hard to lose to your home opener to a backup quarterback. Yeah. So, I mean, it's <laughs> tough. Matt Rule's seat is uh, only getting hotter down there in Carolina. It's hard to lose a game to a backup quarterback of a team that you used to play for, too. So that's... Uh, yes. Yeah. That, to the backup quarterback, to the backup that would have been your backup if you would have... Yeah, it's... Yeah, whatever. I, I need that I don't, the gift. I, that's all. <laughs> I don't think uh, the t-shirts uh, that Baker made are going to do well in sales this week. <laughs> Not even a little. <laughs> and yet another, aim, uh, another name adds to the back of that Browns jersey, too, as well. So uh, yep. that, that quarterback carousel jersey. Uh, speaking of quarterback carousel... We go to Pittsburgh and Cincinnati where Mitch Trubisky, what the hell, Ryan, beats Joe Burrow and the AFC champ Cincinnati Bengals 23-20. to D- Listen, just for perspective, Pittsburgh was in some spots 10-point underdogs. If you could find them at 10 points, you should have snatched them up. Most places it was 7, 7.5, but 10-point underdogs. They pull out the three-point win against the Bengals. What what are we overreacting to here, Ryan? Uh, if you think Pittsburgh's going to force five turnovers and Burrow's going to throw four interceptions and fumble it, uh, then uh, yeah, you, you that was a great prediction. Uh, if he, if you thought that Burrow was going to turn it over five times in the opener, it was crazy that Cincinnati even had a chance to win the game after turning the ball over five times, and then Pittsburgh, and then all they got to do is make an extra point, and the game's over. It gets blocked, and then they have a chip shot in overtime to win it. And he and McPherson, who's been who was awesome in the playoffs last year, shanks it completely. Uh, a lot's being made that they their long snapper got injured, so like the timing was a little off. But you got to think he's he's going to make one of those. Are we are we just talking this up to game one jitters, or is that like a Super Bowl hangover, or uh, yeah, the, the Super Bowl hangover that everybody's talking about, or are, are we are we just kind of brushing this one off as okay, this is one. They'll get the yeah. rest. It, it reminds you of the Pittsburgh-Buffalo game last year, week one, where Pittsburgh went to Buffalo and got the win. Uh, I think Cincinnati was overlooking Pittsburgh. But, I mean, if, if I'm Cincinnati, I'm encouraged that I still had a chance to win it with only five turnovers. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, it, it's just a matter of how clean of a game can you come out of the gates with. And, unfortunately, sometimes you get in a situation like Cincinnati where – you think you got it, and then next thing you know, you realize you're playing real football on week one, and mistakes start happening. You're like, oh, well. Uh, although I will say this went under 44.5, so those of you who bet the un- oh, the over on this one, I'm sorry. Um, for perspective, though, the the game we just talked about, Browns-Panthers, over 42. Uh, so if you bet the over on that one, uh, that one was pretty good, too. Uh, all right, let's talk about San Francisco and Chicago. This one sucks. I'm going to skip over. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Chicago beat San Francisco 19-10. to 10. And let's just call it like it was. This was a complete second-half collapse by the Niners. Uh, they were playing in monsoon weather, and it was just kind of uh, an ugly, ugly weather game. And that's what Chicago does. They win the ugly weather games. We're not used to that here in California. In fact, that stuff falling from the sky, we don't even know what that is. Like, I'm sure that's what threw us all off because, yeah, we don't know what rain is. But, yeah, anyway, San Francisco kind of gave it away there at the end, looking pretty good. But Justin Fields, man, he's for real. He got it done. Um, And if you're in the Trey Lance camp, this was not the start you needed um, because that Jimmy G uh, chant's going to just get louder as we go along if he doesn't turn it around. I'm not going to completely overreact because the game was in a monsoon. So tough elements for Lance and his opener. But there's no San Francisco has no business losing to Chicago with the roster that they have, even with Kittle out. Yeah. Well, and see, the thing about it is that Elijah Mitchell obviously goes down in this game as well. So that's a little mm-hmm. difficult for, for the Niners to swallow. Jeff Wilson, good backup, good running back. I just don't think he's capable of, of carrying the load, especially in the conditions that they were in and with Chicago still being a pretty decent enough defense. Um, but I think it all turned around on that one play that uh, that Fields just kind of lobbed. That was a hell of a throw by Fields, by the way. I, you got to give it to mm-hmm. that guy to find uh, Pettis wide open on that that throw. Just lobbed. I mean, you know, most most young quarterbacks would try to gun it in there. He put enough touch yeah. under the ball to where it didn't his receiver had plenty of time to just sort of catch that thing and let it let it fall. It's almost like a, a soft fly ball to center field 
is really what it ended up being. Pettis got it, ran it, rest is history. I think for you, the encouraging thing is your ground attack was good. So Debo, eight carries for 52 yards, six yards of carry. Lance, four yards of carry. Um, and then Mitchell, who got hurt, was seven yards of carry before he got hurt. So, I mean, the Shanahan run scheme still solid. And uh, they they just need to shake this one off and it bounce back next week against Seattle. Yep. And, now, and I think they can. Well, we're going to find out this tonight rather we're yes. monday night is how we're recording yeah we're recording this just before monday night football uh we're gonna find out tonight whether or not that's gonna happen as well but uh, speaking of shaking it off ryan let, let's take a second to shake it off and and thank some of the folks that uh, are so gracious enough to sponsor this show and many shows like it such as the elias sports bureau football fans nfl season is here we're living in it now and as week two kicks off and you get ready to place your bets or lock in your fantasy team you need to check out the elias game plan app it's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the nfl nba and mlb it's got everything you need to get a competitive advantage elias game plan it's the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats that's the elias sports bureau the official statisticians of the u.s pro sports leagues including the NFL app lets you access teams and player stats. You get head-to-head team comparisons and Elias key game insights from their renowned research team. Really is your one-stop shop for player news, league-validated player stats, and team records. You get expert game analysis for betting, fantasy lineups each week, and showing off your superior sports knowledge to your friends and coworkers. Because let's face it, that's the most important part. And new features are available all the time. You get player injury analysis, player impact reports. can be huge when it comes to betting and fantasy tournaments. I know that I toss out a ton of stats on every single show that I'm on because I need to know that my game strategy is backed by numbers, not just what I'm feeling because let's just face it, folks, I'd bet the Niners to win every single week. And just as we learned, that's not a winning proposition every single week. So I need the Elias game plan app to give me some game strategy so I'm not losing my hat on the Niners each and every week. NFL season's here. Don't wait. Download the Elias game plan app today, right now. I got a special offer for you when you subscribe. Get a 14-day free trial off a monthly subscription plan, but only if you use my promo code. That's SGPN. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today. Use my promo code SGPN. If you watch football, you need to watch it on FUBU TV. FUBU TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone Plus games and 4K at no extra charge. You get over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. So watch on all your devices. Never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, no contract, no commitment. You can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try FUBU TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FUBUTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy platform available today. Play pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning $250,000 or more in cash download the app choose a contest select your player props earn points for correct picks and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every single day you can also test your skills via the, versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all of your picks bet up to five player props over under our individual player matchups across every major sports including nfl nba mlb pga mma and of course NASCAR. Sign up now with your promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app on the App Store and get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check it out. No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. All right, we have the rest of the morning games to break down. Ryan, Philadelphia, Detroit, um, are, are the Lions not bad anymore? Philadelphia, 38, Detroit, 35. Uh, but the most important thing here is Detroit covered. And I'm not <laughs> sure how many people bet that one. <laughs> so if you had uh, Philly, this, I guess, could classify as maybe the bad beat of the one o'clock window because Philly led by 17 midway through the fourth quarter. And Detroit did what they did last year. They found a way to cover the number. So uh, at last year, finished three and fourteen overall, but eleven and six against the spread. So they they were a uh, printing machine for people that were betting them. Um, both teams impressive offensively. Both good offensive lines ran the ball effectively. Swift for Detroit, nine yards a carry, fifteen for one forty four, 
and then everybody knows what Philly does. I mean, Jalen Hurts, 17 carries for 90 yards. Miles Sanders, 13 for 96. So, I mean, that ground, that offensive line is 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 elite. So, I mean, that's that's their bread and butter in Philly. A.J. Brown making a big splash in his mm-hmm. debut as well. So, uh, I, I think this Philly team is, is a little more legit than maybe I gave them credit for. I didn't have a lot of faith in Jalen Hurts, but... Again, I must have to be turning in uh, turning in my card for that because they they came out and impressed. Thirty eight points is not is not anything to sneeze at. So and definitely, obviously, the over hit on this. Pretty sure no one was taking the over forty eight and a half on this one. But uh, yeah, they definitely covered and then some. Thirty eight, thirty five, the final on this one. Obviously, Detroit covers. But uh, more importantly, going forward, are we taking Detroit seriously in the future? I, I like them with uh, with the over going forward. I think they're really good offensively. I think they're bad defensively. And I uh, it all starts up front with their offensive line where they return all those guys. And I think maybe they get better defensively throughout the year with Hutchinson being a rookie. But that was, I mean, I, I anticipate them playing in a lot of shootouts. So I think I still think they're a year away from competing for a playoff spot. But I think they're going to be competitive again. God, that's just crazy to think that Detroit may not have a, a first top five pick in the next couple of years, but uh, yeah, this is where we're at. This is where we live. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Campbell, bite your kneecaps. Oh my God. Yeah. Bite <laughs> your kneecaps. Uh, all right. Speaking of biting your kneecaps, that's what a tie feels like. And that's exactly what we got in this last game or not last game, but this game that we're talking about Indianapolis traveling to Houston, 2020 tie zero, zero and one are the records for both teams. That means betters got nothing out of this game, if, unless you bet the over uh, or the under on this one, where, of course, it went under 45 and a half. Uh, so if you bet the under, you, you were the only person that won this entire week. If you had Houston Moneyline, this is a bad beat because, I mean, they're up 17, 20 to 3, dominating the game, and then they, play calling just got completely conservative and kind of played not to lose down the stretch, and then obviously Lovey punts the ball at the 50 with, uh, I don't 28 seconds left on fourth and three. So literally played the tie instead of win the game. But Hey, I mean, he didn't, they didn't lose. So, I mean, it was, I guess, I guess it's a moral victory for Houston. Uh, Matt Ryan was shaking the first half, but he led, led the comeback on 32 for 50 for three fifty two. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, he's a machine 31 for one sixty one five yards of carry. I mean, that guy's an animal, you know, and if you're Houston, why? You just play. I mean, why? Honestly, it, you you know what you're up against this season. You know that you're a contender. You know that people think of you in two camps. You're either really going to do good or you're going to suck. And now you just proved to them that you're out to not necessarily play to be the really good team that folks are giving you credit for. Yeah, I think uh, I think Houston's kind of at like Atlanta, where Davis Mills is sneaky at home. I think he's a, he's underrated, and I think they're going to be a pain in the ass for teams that are in the playoff hunt down the stretch. Um, they could be another team that they're going to be way undervalued in the market and we can, we can back them as a dog. I, you know, and I like that too, because again, let those lines kind of sink and let you get the, the favorable points and, and the favorable odds for that. So yeah, I mean, it, it'll be fun to, to bet them in, in the games ahead, but yeah, if you bet them this week on the money line, like Ryan said, you definitely uh, burnt some money on that one, unfortunately. Yeah, now you're pissed. It yeah, you should are. have been a dub. <laughs> All <laughs> right, speaking of dubs, Jacksonville doesn't seem like they're going to want to get any uh, this <laughs> season or for the next few. Look, can they just go for the record of most like first overall picks in, in God's green history? Because these guys are, are aiming toward it. Now they are 0-1 to start the season again. Washington Commanders, 28-22 with the win over Jacksonville in Washington. Uh, just, you know, I mean, the, the commanders came in as favorites, so it's not necessarily that big of a deal. They covered the spread, which was about two and a half uh, in this one. And then, of course, they went over the total, 43. So that that's a good one for betters as well, if you bet the over on this one. But, Ryan, man, Jacksonville, come on. <laughs> yeah, and uh, as a Washington fan, I got the full experience of the Carson Wentz wagon experience, roller coaster. <laughs> Uh, where came out hot. I'm thinking, hey, we're a playoff team, and then all of a sudden, 
Jacksonville goes up eight on two interceptions by Wentz in the back-to-back plays, and I'm like, oh, here we go again, top five pick coming, and then they're one and zero. So I mean, it's it was a full Carson Wentz roller coaster on hand Sunday in Washington. Okay, so do you ride that Carson Wentz roller coaster, and and where does it take you ultimately? Where where are we looking now as we overreact to this one? Is Carson Wentz the second coming? <laughs> I I'm not going to go that far, but I will say. <laughs> it's an upgrade from what they've had since Kirk cousins. And I think they've surrounded him with good weapons. Uh, everybody knows about Terry McLaurin borderline top 10 wide receiver, the kid from Penn state Dotson's underrated. And then it was nice to get Curtis Samuel finally back healthy on the field, on the field. And then Antonio Gibson, uh, they moved him over from running back to wide receiver. So I guess he can't fumble as much. And uh, Logan Thomas. So Wentz has some weapons, uh, offensive lines underrated, Defense still a little work in progress. Uh, need to get Chase Young back healthy. So for Jacksonville, I mean, what what do we even make of Jacksonville at this point? They didn't quit. So I mean, I get <laughs> they could have laid down when they were down fourteen to three, but defensively, they're they're going to struggle this year. They they have a lot of holes defensively. Um, a lot of coverage breakdowns throughout that game. Trevor Lawrence, I, I'm still trying to fit, figure him out. It, he he can look good at times, and then all of a sudden he'll just go through stretches where he he's way off at, at accuracy wise. It, he's very inconsistent, very erratic, and uh, I will say at least with Doug Peterson, it gives him a competitive effort that they give now compared to the Urban Ma- Urban Meyer fiasco last year. Look, and I'll say this too because James Robinson actually came out and did what I. I kept saying, I, I don't know why everybody's so excited about ETN when James Robinson was just as effective in his first season than anybody mm-hmm. ever was. Like, we're forgetting about a guy that almost rushed for 1,000 yards, and we're just saying, oh, man, I'm so glad we have ETN. Why? And Robinson came out and proved that he's not done yet, and I think that that's a, a good sign for the Jacksonville running game. Maybe not necessarily for them winning, but at the very least, if you're going to you know bet maybe some props or, or later on, uh, as far as, as some James Robinson props, if if books continue to give him the 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 the, the you know snub him, then you can take the the overs on that. Yeah, no, they could they could be a sneaky team in the later half of the year and be undervalued by the market. Undervalued, I agree with you there. Yeah, I just I think it's definitely undervalued, but undervalued as well, like the Arizona Cardinals, uh, and maybe overvalued <laughs> in Kyler Murray's contract. Kansas City just comes out. And just proves to everybody that Tyreek who, uh, 44, 21, the final in Arizona, Kansas city, just curb stomping these guys, uh, minus five and a half point favorites in some places, six and a half, another doesn't matter. Could have been 16. Uh, and they still would have covered this as well. But uh, the takeaways from this Ryan, just basically that Kansas city is, is Kansas city. And it doesn't matter who Patrick Mahomes is throwing the ball to. He's still good. Yeah, you stole it right from me, Tyreek Hill. I mean, <laughs> Mahomes goes 30-39 for 365 touchdowns. So he hit that first uh, win bet five touchdown prop. Shout out to Mahomes. Um, so last year, Kansas City struggled against teams that just played cover two and keep everything in front. Arizona decided it'd be a good idea to do the exact opposite and blitz Mahomes, and that that was a beatdown. I mean, and, and Kyler... Looked like playoff Kyler, and uh, he maybe he was thinking of his Call of Duty game after the game. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it doesn't, you know. Listen, this is why, and and maybe just a quick aside. I I preach humility and then some. I understand knowing your worth. I understand that you need to get what your what your worth and what your value is. But at the same time, don't go making such a gigantic deal out of it that when you underperform, you go out, you sign one of the biggest contracts that you can. And then you come out and you just lay down. Well, I mean, I don't say lay down, but at the very least, you're, you're not keeping up with the best, best, best quarterback in the league, which you say that you are one of. So, like, maybe tone it down a little bit and give yourself room to, to overperform and, uh, you know, and, and, and make yourself a little more valuable that way. But, yeah, whatever. <laughs> just, yeah. But now, okay, for Kansas City, they're not going to blow every team out this badly. So no. what, what are we doing with them going forward? Get your popcorn ready for Thursday night. Kansas City, L.A., I cannot wait for that one. Yeah. Um, Mahomes, Herbert, uh, they split last year, so we'll touch on that when we get to week two. But uh, 
I, I think Kansas City and Buffalo are still the two best teams in the AFC, and they're on a collision course. Just the best all around. I mean, Kansas City's offensive line does a great job of protecting Mahomes. And I mean, you protect Holmes, Mahomes and give him time, he's going to find Kelsey and those those receivers. And Andy Reid, I mean, all he does is win and cover bigly in uh, September. Yeah, and well, he covered absolutely bigly in this case. Yeah. He covered he yeah. covered like three or four game spreads. He was like, "Look, yeah. guy, here, I got you guys. I got some points to spare. Let me let me share he, some with you." He is he is automatic in week ones. It's crazy, isn't it? Uh, all right, let's uh, let's move ahead to the afternoon game that featured the Las Vegas Raiders and the L.A. Chargers. This was a close one. Chargers were mm-hmm. three and a half point uh, favorites. They did cover, um, and it was twenty four nineteen at the end. But uh, this one had a little bit of intrigue at the end. Las Vegas had a chance to to do something, uh, but obviously came up short. Uh, so here's the thing: Devonte Adams. Very happy that he has uh, reunited with David Carr. This is something to watch going forward because I think we're going to see a lot more of that uh, in the future. Yeah, 17 targets. Uh, so anybody that has Devontae in fantasy was uh, happy despite the Raiders' loss. It felt like Carr, like you get the new toy and you just want to force everything to him. Like he was thrown to Adams at times in triple coverage, and it's why he ended up with three interceptions. Um, on the other side, I thought Herbert, Picked off right where he left off. Business as usual. Uh, twenty six to thirty four, two seventy nine, three touchdowns. Um, but the Chargers are another team where, for some reason, they don't play well with the lead at times, and got kind of conservative down the stretch as well, and almost blew the game in a game that they had no business losing. Yeah. So look, here's the thing: uh, when when you when you look at these guys going forward, I mean, obviously, I'm pretty high on the on Vegas. And, and thinking that they're going to come out and do bigger things. Uh, but this was a big test, so now I guess we'll just have to see how they bounce back. I don't think we'll see another 17 targets to Devontae no. Adams in week two. <laughs> they'll, they'll, be, they'll probably look at that and say you might want to spread it around a little bit. But, yeah, I still think this, this Vegas team is dangerous, and the Chargers, they're going to be something to contend with. Uh, and if you bet the over, then you were disappointed because uh, you thought you were going to see fireworks. You only got uh, – it was under 52 was the under on this one, so – I mean, what are you going to do? I think going forward, there's still going to be a lot more. This is a kind of feeling out process for them both. But um, yeah, I'm all yeah, right. No, I it's a uh, it's a tough draw for Vegas being in that division with those other three really good teams. Because I'm with you. I I think they're pretty good, but I still think they're the worst team in the division. And that's not a knock on them. It's just the other teams have Mahomes, Herbert, and Wilson. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely that was we were talked about that in the propcast where this is one of those those divisions that. Wow, you want to talk about some star power at quarterback? That's it. Um, speaking of star power at quarterback, our next game: Green Bay at Minnesota. Who you want to talk about? Aaron, overreaction. You talked about this before. Aaron Rodgers is through. We're done, right? <laughs> no, I've I've uh, I've seen this script when they lost by forty to uh, New Orleans last year. So uh, I got Green Bay winning it all in the end. So I picked that in my preseason. So second straight year I've picked Green Bay, and second straight year they've laid an egg in Week One. But I'm still riding with them. I think. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Those wide receivers were awful on Sunday. Um, se- second play of the game, Rodgers puts uh, the ball right in Watson's. Uh, Red basket and he just drops it. It's and then from there Rogers was done. I mean, he was he was pissed off, yelling at these guys. His body language is terrible, but uh they'll get it fixed. They always do in Green Bay. It's gonna be tough though. He's got no yeah. one to throw to. Minnesota 23-7. Justin Jefferson. Uh it just that's it. That's that's the beginning and the end of, of Minnesota is Justin Jefferson. Um maybe the Green Bay Sky Report should contain Justin Jefferson because he was wide open on like five or six plays and or match up on like a linebacker and I'm like he's only going to lead the league in receiving you might want to guard him yeah hey Justin Jefferson just caught another pass too by the way yeah. uh <laughs> I liked uh I love I love uh Jefferson's upside in fantasy for for everybody listening that's big in fantasy uh He's using Jefferson the way he used Cup O'Connell in L.A. last year. I mean, 11 targets for nine catches, 184 yards, two touchdowns. Guy's going to have a monster year. It's so beautiful. And what I love is that when you, you could pretty much take Kirk Cousins over uh, longest completion anytime. I mean, I, you can take it over to like 40, 50 if you even wanted to do that because 
There's going to be a lot of long bombs to Justin Jefferson this season. So uh, Minnesota came in as one-and-a-half-point favorites, obviously covered that. The under was well in play here as well. So, I mean, you know, again, just like you said, Ryan, I don't think they're going to I don't think they're going to let uh, too many games slip out of their hands, but this is going to be a, a fight for Green Bay. There might be a lot more covers yeah. than we expect. Um, and and an area of concern was offensive line. Rodgers took hit after hit after hit. Now, a lot of it was their wide receivers weren't getting open because they're not very good right now, but I was alarmed by some of the hits Rodgers was taking. Um, so they, they need to get healthy on that offensive line going yeah. forward. Yeah, and, and Aaron Rodgers is going to have to take a deep breath. He's got to know that he's dealing with a wide receiving core that he hasn't seen in a very long time, which is to say he's missing a 1,000-yard receiver. So just <laughs> take a deep breath, man. Shake it off. Go do something that multimillionaires do to, to blow off some steam and then come back next week swinging. Um, speaking of coming back next week swinging, the Giants actually came back this season and started swinging, uh, taking on Tennessee. Giants was a team... Pretty much left for dead by anybody but Kramer uh, uh-huh. over there at the mothership. Uh, they pull out the cover. They were five-and-a-half-point dogs uh, on on most books, and they come out with a one-point win against the Tennessee Titans. It was I, – I don't know that I thought I was going to see it in week one, but sure, the Giants came out and did it. I saw a tweet that this is the first time the Giants fans are waking up in six years with a winning record. <laughs> <laughs> That is so vicious, but true. I was like, yeah, I was like, but uh, no, Dayball error. They're one and zero, so good for the Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones had a terrible interception late in the fourth quarter, and Dayball kind of just ripped his ass, and then he comes back and ties the game, and they like to go for two, and Saquon Barkley's back too. Saquon is back. You look at those numbers, especially from nine yards a carry. Fantasy perspective. Oh my god, yeah, that yeah. Oh. Please give me more of that. I actually drafted him in a league and I, I kind of felt a little dirty about it because I was like, oh, I don't know if I and then he turns around and does that. I was like, OK, cool. <laughs> I'll take it. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm uh, I was happy to see Saquon out there. I mean, he's he's as talented as they come. If he can just stay healthy, him and McCaffrey. Him and McCaffrey. Well, I don't know about McCaffrey. Well, time will tell on that one. Uh, but yeah, for the Giants going forward, I don't know if this momentum means anything. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely have to play it game by game against the spread just to see uh, whether or not they're they're going to be for real. Uh, so I don't know. Tennessee, I'm not going to hit the panic button yet. I know that there's a lot of overreaction folks that say they're done. But, you know, slow starts are not uncommon. And, and we'll see, I think, this offense pick back up, especially when Derrick Henry gets going the way he can go. Uh, yep. Too many people can't slow him down. Speaking of can't slow them down, can't slow down Tom Brady. Unless, of course, you're a receiver that drops passes, in which case that's the only thing that can kind of slow down Tom Brady. They still win 19-3 to over Dallas, but now, Ryan, this is where we can really hit the panic button because Dak Prescott, having surgery on his hand, now we panic, right? One plus one is three, right? As Jerry <laughs> Jones said. Uh, how about the Cowboys? Uh this team, I, I'm, I'm saying, Rad, this team's done. It, I didn't like him before Dak was got hurt. Now that Dak's hurt, I, I don't see a way that they, they get back to the playoffs. I mean, they wrote a lot of forced turnovers last year. It was kind of a fluky season in a way. Um, but I just, w- without Dak, this team with Cooper Rush, I can't get behind this team. This, this, this could go south quickly for Dallas and Mike McCarthy. We might get Sean Payton in Dallas before we know it here next year. <laughs> oh my God! Could you imagine? Oh wait, you want Sean Payton or do you want Kevin? Uh, the Kevin, what's oh God? What's his last name? The 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 Kevin guy, the Mal, Paul Blart Mall Cop that played uh, Payton in in that movie. That that's the one. Oh, that, I know. He, that's I'm the version of him, Kevin James. Yeah. That's what I want. Kevin James coaching, <laughs> not not Sean Payton. Uh, look, you gave you gave one of the greatest quarterbacks that we've ever seen in in the world, right? In Tom Brady. Julio Jones, man, like you really just opened up the playbook. Chris Godwin kind of obviously got re-injured a little bit in that game, but yeah. Julio Jones, man, this guy, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna make Tom Brady look a hell of a lot better than he has in the past. Yeah, no, and Brady, Brady looked great. At, um, a little concerned with their offensive line. Brady took more shots than I've seen in a while last night. So obviously they had the injuries in the preseason training camp where they had to patch this offensive line together, and they struggled uh, blocking Micah Parsons last night. Now, 
a lot of teams are going to struggle to block Micah Parsons, but um, they need to they need to fix that offensive line going forward if they have any aspirations of getting number eight for TB12. Yeah, well, and the thing about it is that, I mean, this was a 19-3 win. It wasn't pretty, but obviously you'll take it if you're Tampa, but you're going to need to look a lot better over the course of mm-hmm. the season if you're going to win uh, against teams that put up more of a struggle than did Dallas because no running game. C.D. Lamb was about the only person that was usable in this entire game, this passing game. Dalton Schultz obviously got his, but Tony Pollard even looked not as, as good as he has in the past. So not a lot to hang your hat on if you're a Dallas fan. No, I'm feeling really good about giving out uh, Dallas under 10.5 wins. I don't see any way they get to that. But yeah, you never know. They still got to play the games. Um, Tampa's defense looked really good again. Tampa and, and Green Bay kind of remind me of each other right now. They're they're more vulnerable than they've been in the past. And New Orleans and Minnesota are better. Maybe they challenge each of them in their division. So it's going to be interesting. But I anticipate with those two Hall of Fame guys, their teams will only get better as the season goes along. We shall see, and it'll start in week two, and we'll break down some of the week two lines for you when we come back from the break. But before we do, let me tell you about Promo Guy. PromoGuy.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies and making consistent profits from sports betting. They've they've got daily updates on odds boosts and huge cash bonuses from all the major sports book. Their bet tracker shows an average ROI of 25%, and they've got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. I got to say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates and they are some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what team is profitable to win, but where to get the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you're missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part is that Promo Guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed and better betting community go to promoguide.us and check out their 100 track transparent and proven method for betting smarter once again with promoguide.us you get consistency and consistency gives you profit let's move on to sleeper it's the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players i know that you already have a fantasy league on there i use it for mine my scott fishbowl league is on there finally i'm loving it it's a game-changing product it's unlike anything else in the industry and now You can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. Over-unders integrated into Fantasy, the first sports contest game built into the Fantasy experience. So not only can you enter a contest via over-under itself, but you can do so through your Fantasy League's matchup screen. So you drafted Patrick Mahomes as your starting Fantasy quarterback. Congratulations to you on the Week 1 win. But not only did you think that you were going to smash your Fantasy matchup, which I'm sure you did, you were also that confident that Mahomes was going to hit his over 250 passing line, passing yards line, and he probably did that in the first quarter. So you were safely, safely cashing when you bet that straight from the screen. You didn't even have to leave your fantasy matchup screen to make that bet. And if you picked correctly, which I know you did, and I know you probably threw a, a huge chunk on it, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. Patrick Mahomes had you eating steak today. Main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper, it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and we can all play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Not only do they have NFL, but they've also got college football player props. So stop what you're doing right now. Download the Sleeper app. Play the new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends. And, of course, make some money on your mobile phone. Join our listener group at Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper's going to automatically match your first deposit up to one $100 with the promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP. You'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. I know you, you're the guy that run your pool. You're the gal that runs your pool in your office. Well, if you are and you're tired of everybody coming up to you and bugging you and wanting to see your spreadsheets and just overall, just all sorts of, of overwhelmed by it, turn to run your pool. Run Your Pool VIP is a brand new subscription service from Run Your Pool. It helps you get an extra edge against the books, plus exclusive access to real money pools. Entry to our exclusive week one and two pools with guaranteed $5,000 payouts, as well as our season-long pool with a guaranteed $100,000 payout. Didn't 
didn't hear that wrong. $100,000 prize. Get access to exclusive data to help you with your weekly game picks. Premium content like in-depth guides for how to dominate your pools and exclusive swag. The top line is here that if you're a serious sports fan, use promo code SGPN at runyourpool.com and get 50% off your first month of RYPVIP. That's code SGPN. Of course, I said it earlier, we are using OddsTrader.com to get all of the lines that we are using today to tell you about the week one, all, everything that happened from over-unders to the spreads to the money lines, all of it is on OddsTrader.com right now. But not only can you find that, but you can also get player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather, all the information that you need to make informed betting you get handicapping live live scores and, and bet tracking player statistics all that stuff to make you a better better all found on one tab that is oddstrader.com go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire odds trader the number one site for all of your game day bets and we turn to odds trader ryan for week two as we, we're not going to go down every single game of this slate, but we will hit some highlights and some games that we think you can get an edge with some of the early lines that we are looking at here on a Monday night. What a time to be alive. Yep, absolutely. Um, I'll kick it right off. I, I, I bragging and I, I feel good about this one. I got Cincinnati plus two and a half at Dallas before they moved it to uh, seven. So I, I feel pretty good about getting nine and a half points value there. Um, so it's currently at seven. I, I don't know if I touch it now, but uh, that's the biggest line mover. Another one that's really moved is Buffalo minus seven and a half. I got that right after the Thursday night game. Um, Thursday night with Buffalo's opener. They're now a 10-point favorite against Tennessee on Monday night. Those are the two ones that have swung the most so far. That's I like that. Um, one I'm looking at right now, and it, and it hasn't necessarily swung, but I, the line I like actually is Pittsburgh plus one and a half over New England. Um, I, I like that Pittsburgh's the underdog in this because we just saw what happened in New England, and I think Pittsburgh actually stands a better than, than average chance of coming and sweeping in uh, this New England team. I know we said Bill Belichick's going to get it figured out, but I mean, Pittsburgh already has it figured out for the most part. Yeah. And I think they're going to give it to New England. Um, again, it's not going to do good for my win total, but this is actually kind of sneaky because you can take this money line uh, or you could take this, this points and also the money line as well. Yeah, no. And uh, the Patriots are one of three teams that will be in the middle of a back-to-back -back road spot to start the year. The other two, I think, are on upset alert in week two. I, I'm going to go right to the first one, and they should have lost, was the Indianapolis Colts. They go right back to Jacksonville, where their season ended last year. Um, they're at the Jaguars. They have not won in Jacksonville since 2014, and they also the Colts also have the Chiefs on deck, so maybe a potential look-ahead spot as well on top of having back-to-back -back road games. Um and you can get the Jaguars at plus four, and then the money line currently is just added up plus one sixty five. So I li I like that value with uh back in the Jags. I don't it doesn't sound right, but uh, it's gross. I like it though. <laughs> you I, I got to go take a shower. That made me feel a little dirty. I, <laughs> or maybe it's the heat here. I don't know. You tell me. Yep. Um, all right, here's what I want to do too. I, let let me I take want to take a look at some of the bigger spreads and and get let's get some. Okay. Some thoughts on the bigger spreads that we've got on the week. Uh, Houston-Denver right now. Houston comes in as 10-point underdogs to the Denver Broncos. We haven't even seen the Denver, Bronco play, the Denver Broncos play, and already Houston is 10-point underdogs. So, I mean, that feels like a very, very juiced-up line. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, we have a trend going against us if we like Houston. Last year, the teams that played on Monday night, the following Sunday were 27-10 and 10 against the spread. So you, you wouldn't think that with a shorter rest, maybe teams are just keeping it more simplified in their game plan and it's benefiting them. But uh, no, I think I think Houston's in a good spot there because we haven't seen Denver yet. No, and, and we're going to see him tonight. And of course, by yep. the time by the time you listen to this, I'm sure you'll have already seen it. But by the same yep. token, we have yet to see it yet. So uh, let's do this. Denver's going to kill him because they came out looking strong. OK, take two. Denver's going to lose because they came out and flopped there. How's that? We've got both yep. our bases covered now. <laughs> <laughs> and whether either way, it'll probably probably swing one to two points either way, pending the result. Well, speaking on of how Denver looks. Yeah. Speaking of weather, though, Chicago Green Bay, Chicago coming in 
as 10-point underdogs to Green Bay early right now. Or you can get it at 9.5 if you want, but I don't know that that half a point makes much of a difference. But that's a lot of uh, – that's a lot, to be honest with you. From what we saw with Green Bay this week, you think Chicago can keep it to, to 10 points? Yes, I do. And uh, j- shout out to Jay Mark, uh, Mr. Old Fashioned Football. He's going to like this pick. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely do because I, I'm not laying double-digit points with this Green Bay offense right now until I see otherwise. Yeah, it's tough to it's tough to think that, and then especially if if the weather's not a factor. You know, we we talked mm-hmm. about how weather play kind of a big factor in that Chicago San Francisco game. If if it's okay in Green Bay, I I mean Justin Fields has this team looking decent enough to hang with with a Green Bay team that's got no weapons. <laughs> I mean, working pro, yeah, yeah. So that's a lot. That's a lot to eat right there. Um, all right. Speaking of another ten point line, Tennessee Buffalo. Tennessee comes in as 10-point underdogs. You can find them at 9.5 in other places as well. But, I mean, Ryan, I don't know I don't know that this is not a well-priced line. <laughs> uh, I mean, I got it right at 7.5, so I'm feeling good about that. But it's, it's, it's hard for me to see anybody keeping it, unless you're an elite team with an elite quarterback, keeping it within double digits of Buffalo right now with the way that they're rolling and the mission that they're on. The only the only way that I see this not exceeding a ten point spread is if Tennessee is able to control the clock, is if they are able With to Henry, yeah. exactly to to keep uh, Allen's options limited and and his and his field time limited. But then again, doesn't matter because we see that he could take advantage of of two minutes. He could take advantage of twenty minutes on the field. It doesn't matter. All he's got to do is uncork a big one to Gabe Davis and game over. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. It's this Buffalo team. They're kind of like how how we used to all bet New England when they had Brady. I mean, it, the number's big, but you know what? They still find a way to get it done just because they're better. It's just sim- simple as that. They got the best quarterback and best coach in the division, arguably. Well, speaking of best in the division, the Rams were last season, but now they come in as 10-point favorites against the Falcons. This one, I mean, a pissed-off Rams team going against Atlanta. We We just talked about how much we value Atlanta more than the books do. So is this a spot where we can get in and, and kind of get some free money at 10 points? Yeah, that one opened at 13. So it's been bet down to 10 and a half, a little uh, reverse line movement here. So I'm, I'm with you. I, I like taking the points here. I think Atlanta's a sneaky team that stays competitive. Yeah. Again, we talked about it. I think Mariota gives them a shot. And it's not that I don't think the Rams are going to win because I think that, I mean, obviously, I think they're going to win this game. But by the same token, it's, yeah, you can't, 10 points is such a huge spread. And we've seen that a lot of those games last week, you know, unless it was, unless it was uh, uh, the Chiefs or or the Bills, it's kind of hard to give yourself the 10 points and and consider it a a gigantic uh, uh, win at the end of the day. So, uh, yeah, give me yeah. give me Atlanta and the points. I, I like that. That's a good good poll, especially since they're all juiced the same, you know? Yep. So, uh, all right, one more line that we'll talk about, and then, uh, then we'll call it good. It is Seattle against San Francisco at home. San Francisco's at home. Again, we haven't seen Seattle play yet, uh, so we don't know how Drew, Drew, Drew Locke, we don't know how any of these no, guys. Gino. Gino Smith, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Either one of them. <laughs> I, I say Drew Locke because I'm not sure that Gino Smith is even going to be in there for the whole game. But, uh, yeah, we don't know how, how that new regime is going to look. But they come in as eight-and-a-half-point favorites do the, do the Niners. We just saw what happened with Chicago. I mean, I love San Francisco, so I'm going to have to give this one to you because I know where my heart's at. I'm going to go against your team. I, I can't lay uh, more than one score with Trey Lance right now. Uh, and, and Seattle has played. Now, they've always had Russell Wilson, but they've always played San Francisco tough. It's a rivalry game. They don't like each other. Working against Seattle, they're coming off an emotional game tonight where this is like kind of their Super Bowl against Russell. So a little bit of a short week could be a letdown spot. But uh, I, I'll I'll uh, I'll take the points and have it be an ugly San Fran Seattle typical game. Yeah. I mean, again, I think San Francisco is probably going to win this one, but yeah. that's just because I'm a, I'm a fan, but yeah, eight and up eight and a half points, especially with no Elijah Mitchell. I mean, that's going to play a huge factor too. I mean, I know Debo can run, but Debo didn't want to run like that. That's yeah. not what he wanted to do. So yeah, this game may be a little more ugly than I'm wanting to be uh, comfortable with, but yeah, I think the plus eight is, is a lot to lay 
for San Francisco to win that one. So uh, any final games that you want to touch on, Ryan? Anything you want to bring up before we, we call it good? I'm going to give out a uh, under a money line dog right now that I love on Sunday. I'm going to go right to uh, New Orleans. I'm going to back Jameis and the Saints to beat the Bucks and Brady. Um, plus 135 on the money line. They're getting three points as well. Brady's 0-4 against New Orleans in the regular season. I know he beat him in the playoffs, but this isn't the playoffs yet. Uh, and I think the Bucs are satisfied with the road split, and New Orleans really gets up to play Tampa Bay. They they like beating Tampa Bay, and Tampa's got Green Bay next week too, so maybe, I mean, they're not looking past New Orleans, but it's still a big game on the horizon. It cracks me up because every single time somebody suggests that, they go, oh, I want the Saints over Tampa. I always laugh, and I'm always like, ah, ha, ah, ha. and then every single time the Saints end up beating the the Bucks, and so I can't even laugh anymore. I like that bet. That's an absolutely perfect bet to jump ahead of right now, and you said it was at plus what? Plus 135? Yeah, plus 135 on the money line, plus three if you want to just take the points. Yeah, no, I like that bet because, like you said, it's and and of course you saw that they didn't explode against the Dallas yeah. Cowboys. So nineteen points, given that New Orleans is coming off a pretty emotional win last week. Yeah, I mean, I think it's ripe for a, another Tom Brady. We own you, uh, in especially at home. Yeah, I mean, and Dennis Allen coached the second game of last year, the nine to zero game in Tampa because Peyton was out with COVID. So, I mean, Dennis Allen has even had success against uh, ta uh, Tampa Tom. <laughs> Tampa Tom. Uh, all right. And then when Kevin James gets out there and becomes the uh, the coach of the New Orleans Saints, we're going to love that even more. <laughs> uh, all right, Ryan, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media and everywhere they can find all of your hard work? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Moneyline underscore Mac. Um, I'm in the Discord channel as well. Uh, write articles on the SGPN staff uh, website so you can f follow my picks. I had a good weekend so far. I mean, uh, 10 and 5 against the spread headed into Monday night. So it's been a profitable week one and looking uh, for the momentum to keep going into week two, man. This is why you listen to the SGPN. We have got some very, very sharp betters on this channel. Not just the main channel, folks. Yeah, Sean and Ryan are great, but listen on down the road. We've got some good stuff that are that's happening as well on the whole network. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at RJ Gomez, And, of course, there's a link in the bio, as I always say, that takes you to every place that you can find me. I could list it all, but we'd be here for another 20 minutes. But just follow that link in the bio. It'll take you to my NASCAR F1 uh, the sports bet our sportsbook review site. Yeah, just follow that. Uh, again, there's always good stuff to find on the SGPN network. Download the app. Follow us along there. Keep listening to the NFL Gambling Podcast all week long. We're going to break down more games for you and win you some more money. Till, until next time, everybody, let it ride.